0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 10th chapter. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Corzi! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more bearable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. The one who hears you, hears me. And the one who rejects you, rejects me. And the one who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. The 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.
1: Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. We should take a minute to let that picture sink in. I'm sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Jesus doesn't mean it the way Isaiah does, who has a vision of a peaceful kingdom with wolves and lambs grazing together. Jesus doesn't mean it like that. He means it the way a shepherd would think of it. The wolves are the enemies of the sheep. If you send a sheep, or even more, if you send a little lamb off into the midst of the wolves, you know what's going to happen. What can a lamb do against a wolf, much less against a whole herd of wolves? Of course, the 72 didn't need Jesus to tell them that that's what it would be like. They were to go on ahead of Jesus, and that's what John the Baptist had done. He went before Jesus, proclaiming the coming of the kingdom of God, preparing the people for his arrival, and what happened to him? He was executed, murdered, devoured by that fox, Herod. And of course, there were also all the prophets who had come before. They were hated, cast out, reviled, spurned as evil, They were stoned and themselves murdered. And Jesus himself had just been met with complete rejection by a village of the Samaritans. The 72 would be lambs in the midst of wolves, to be sure. That much was probably obvious. But then Jesus goes on. I'm sending you as lambs in the midst of wolves and don't take anything with you. No sword, no shield, no defense. Not even a money bag or a knapsack or sandals. What can a lamb do against the wolves? Take nothing with you, Jesus says, but a friend and my word of peace. What good are two lambs against the wolves? What good is a word of peace against stones or soldiers Or the sword of Herod. Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And when they arrived at one town or the next, these disciples did not know whether they'd have food to eat or a place to sleep. They did not know what they would find, except this they knew that there would be wolves. What can a lamb do against the wolves? Take nothing with you but a friend and my word of peace. Now, when the 72 return from their mission, they are ecstatic. Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name, which really shouldn't surprise us because Jesus' word of peace, as you well know, that word of peace works miracles. It's a miracle that the demons are cast out, It's a miracle that the sick are healed. It's a miracle that these lambs were not devoured by the wolves. But really, the more startling miracle is that the 72 even went in the first place. That they heard and obeyed. That they trusted in Jesus. Jesus said, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God these 72, they put their hands to the plow and they did not look back. And so they were fit for the kingdom of God. But Jesus reminds them, yes, it's marvelous that the demons are subject to you. In fact, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. You have more authority than you know over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you. But rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Rejoice that you are my lambs, that you are my sheep. They're his lambs, and so they heard his voice. When they heard Jesus' word of peace, these 72 believed it. When the kingdom of God came near to them, they received it. They repented of their sins And they trusted in the lavish mercy of God, now manifested in human flesh. That is the difference between going and staying when Jesus sends you as a lamb in the midst of wolves. It's the difference between obeying and disobeying when he tells you to take up your cross and follow him. It's not a matter of courage versus cowardice or willpower versus weakness. It's a matter of faith and unbelief. So it was when Abraham obeyed God and took Isaac up on the mountain to sacrifice him. He obeyed because he believed God. So it was for Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who did not bow the knee to the idols of Babylon, even under the threat of the lion's den and the fiery furnace. They refused to worship demons because they trusted in God. So it was for the faithful prophets and for John the Baptist who continued preaching the word of God in the face of every opposition as lambs in the midst of wolves because they trusted in God and they believed that it would profit them nothing even if they should gain the whole world and lose their souls. The kingdom of God came near to these 72 and they received it. But woe to those who do not receive it. Woe to those upon whom God's peace does not rest. Woe to those who, when they are sent, do not go. Woe to those who bow the knee to anything but God. Woe to those who, when the kingdom of God comes near, choose instead to gain the world and so to lose their souls. Jesus speaks his woes to the unrepentant cities, not out of spite or malice, but because of the heartbreaking tragedy. That peace came to their houses and they would not have it. That the kingdom of God was near and they would not receive it. God save us from such a tragedy. God grant that his peace always rest upon us. Let God keep us from bowing the knee to idols and worthless things. Let God send his kingdom among us always. And let us always receive it, rejoicing even to forfeit the world, rejoicing that our names are written in heaven. Let God make us his faithful witnesses in the world, even as lambs in the midst of wolves, trusting in his authority and in his word of peace. I don't know whether you ever feel like you are a lamb in the midst of wolves. But you should know that this is what happens when you confess your faith in Jesus. You're choosing signs. You're swearing allegiance to Christ and enmity with the world. You're throwing in your lot with the lambs. And you're called to live your life trusting in nothing but the word of peace that you've received. It may not always go as it did for the 72. Yes, they returned rejoicing this time. But countless disciples bore witness even to the very end, dying a martyr's death with the testimony of God's peace on their lips. But still, even then, Jesus' words held true. They had authority to tread on scorpions and serpents. They had authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing, nothing could hurt them, even if it killed them. Nothing could hurt them because their names were written in heaven. Put your trust in God, and be bold to speak the truth, to declare the peace of God which comes by the blood of Jesus, even though you are lambs in the midst of wolves. Nothing can hurt you, because your names are written in heaven. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.